Welcome to episode 25 of Continuous Quality Compliance. Today I'm going to be talking about Business Continuity Plan. It's important to have a Business Continuity Plan because you do not want to think about the steps when you're right in the middle of a major incident. You want to have the steps already set out. A business continuity plan is usually activated in response to an incident that causes significant disruption to the normal delivery of your service or your business, particularly the delivery of key critical activities. So, for example, it could be loss of key staff or skills above normal levels of absenteeism due to illness. It could be the loss of critical systems, e.g. IT failure can be denial of access or damage to facilities. So, for instance, you may not be able to get into a building through fire. It could be that there's been a loss of a key resource. So, for instance, if you're somebody who does x-rays and the x-ray machine's out, and you haven't got another one, then obviously um, that's a major thing. The incident management phase of your response is usually the most crucial because that's the actions that you take during this this phase of your response can impact on your ability to recover efficiently and with minimum disruption. The procedures do need to be accurate and fit for purpose for your organisation. So what's the purpose of the incident management phase? That is to protect the safety of staff, visitors and the wider community. It's to protect vital assets, e.g. equipment, data, reputation, etc. It's also to ensure that necessary communication takes place and it supports the business continuity phase and it supports the recovery and resumption phase as well. The plan is to cover who needs to be communicated to and who will take overall responsibility for the plan to be instigated. You want one commander who then tells everybody what to do. There should also be phone numbers, for instance, for major utilities. You should know who your insurance company is and what number to call. The business continuity phase of your response is concerned with maintaining a level of continuity with your most critical activities. It's not necessarily about getting all activities back up and running, but only those activities that have been identified as priority. So, for instance, implementing contingency arrangements could be moving to a relocation site or identifying alternative working practices. It could be about suspending non-critical activities and only doing what has to be done. It's important that's aligned to your business needs. Then we move on to the recovery and resumption stage. This stage is the one that's concerned with recovering and business as usual. So during the previous business continuity phase, only critical activities are maintained. Therefore, it's likely you'll get a backlog of work to catch up with. So now it's about a phased approach to building gradually all the activities being recovered with the resumption of normal working practices. So for instance it could be the reoccupation of the usual building, uh, all staff returning to work or going back to their normal role. 
that should also be tested. There's no use having a business continu continuity plan and you've never actually had a look or done a test on it to see if it actually works. So they should be tested or exercised to ensure they are valid. Yeah, hospitals do this, you know, uh, I've been part of a exercise. And it's important, they do it for major incidents. It's important to have those kind of things done. And when you're rehearsing them in a safe environment without the pressure of real life incident, it could show up some anomalies or things that can be improved. What it, what it does is it ensures that the plans will actually work in an incident and that staff will feel more prepared and comfortable in their business continuity roles. Following an exercise, it is useful to write a report and contents can include things about uh, information about the test, the scenario used, uh, participant information, who was in attendance, general observations, recommendations for how the plan can be improved, suggestions for improving the resilience of the team service or organisation. Now, it's really important to do this um, recently. What happened in Manchester bombing, uh, the fire service were criticised. They'd done a exercise, but they actually hadn't put the lessons that they learned into the plan. So although they found out what they should have done, they actually didn't make those changes and it perhaps could have made a slight difference to what happened or a major difference. We don't know because I don't know the full details. So if you look at a flow diagram, so you're, what you're looking at is an incident occurs, you assess the nature, scale and impact of the disruption. If the incident has little or no impact on critical activities, you don't have to activate the continuity arrangements, you just monitor the situation. If something happens and you decide the incident has a significant impact on critical activities, then you activate the plan, you notify the relevant people, take action to manage the incident, you maintain the critical activities, and then you take action to return to business as usual. And that's important. So business continuity is important. It has to be relevant for your business. You need to have the different phases considered. You need to have the training. And it's something that's important, especially when you've got other people involved, like patients, client care, if you're running a care home, the residents. So it's important in those kind of areas. So that's it. That's what business continuity is about. Thanks for tuning in. Please rate and review the podcast. Do subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any episodes.